Welcome everyone and welcome to another edition of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music, where we put the focus on some of the best up-and-coming young bands from across the world that we have featured on our Discover New Music playlist over on Spotify. Shortly we'll be chatting with Bristol punk rockers Trashed, but before then the usual reminders from myself. If you would please do follow us on social media, we are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you're watching or listening. Well, welcome Jimmy from Trashed to the Discover New Music podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks very much, man. Yeah, I'm all good. Enjoying the sunshine. How are you? Yeah, well, we've had a bit of rain where I'm from, unfortunately. Not too much oh, sunshine really? this end, but oh, um, man. we're delighted to be talking with yourself because um, we have featured the band's uh, recent single, uh, Decay, over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. Uh, mm-hmm. And we are really excited to be ch- chatting with you about uh, the track. So uh, we will do that in just a second. But the Discover New Music podcast is all about putting the focus on the bands that we feature over on the playlist uh, and it's hopefully a way for music fans to discover bands that they're perhaps not already familiar with so we always start off the podcast with the same question the same feature we call it the origin story um oh, so yeah so what can you tell us about trashed what is the origin story uh, for the band uh so the origin story in terms of um yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep to the shorter version instead yeah. of us all entering into music. Uh, so basically, uh, we were I was in sick form. Um, I'd just gone into sick form at 16, and Ben, our drummer, was in the same music technology class as me. Um, and we bonded because we were the only two ones in there that listened to, uh, at the time, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we started uh, basically hanging out after that. And then um, I entered into a band. We needed a drummer. He was he was like the go-to drummer for every band within a 10-mile radius of our school. And, uh, yeah, he brought Sam along because we needed a bassist as well. Uh, and then, yeah, various music projects over the years uh, with different members, different setups, slightly different genres. Um, and, yeah, we just sort of realised that uh basically like we weren't doing really what came naturally and what has come naturally the whole time the underlying thing is just simple punk rock songs that are catchy as fuck um, yeah and that's basically uh basically how it happened man we just bonded really quickly like the three of us are very like similar personalities but we've all got our our own like individual strengths and stuff and i think that's why we mesh so well as a band and why also like we're you know when when people see us live they always say oh it looks like you guys are having so much fun and shit like that it's just we're just three best mates basically who uh happen to all like the same music <laughs> and write so and be able to tolerate each other that's the main thing that we all tolerate each other <laughs> and that's why we're in a band <laughs> yeah certainly uh very important to be able to do that um and mm. you know really interesting that you said um obviously that you guys uh play you know uh really catchy um punk rock songs which is uh what really stood out to me about decay which we'll obviously 
move into now. So obviously that's your most recent single um, and we've featured it over on the playlist. So listeners should obviously head over to the playlist to check it out, but they should also um, stream it obviously um, from Spotify and and all the other lovely streaming sites. Um, It's going to feature on an album, which we'll talk about in just a second, but we will stick with Decay. Um, So what can you tell us about the song, you know, uh, both musically and lyrically, you know, what is the song about? How did the song come together? Um, yes, yeah, so the song is actually the first song that we wrote uh, for for the album. I wrote it back in 2019, um, which is the year that the band that we started the band. Um, we're luckily we're sort of like writing machines. We're constantly right. coming up with stuff, um, and so we just finished writing our second EP, which is called Faceplant, um, and basically like. At the time, I was sort of going through like a bit of a, a hard time. Um, a lot of my songs are very uh, sort of introspective, uh, and they're usually like they'll usually come out of some form of uh, I don't know, like need for catharsing. Essentially, I need to cathart a lot, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So um, the song is essentially about dealing with suicidal thoughts. Uh, but it's sort of written from a perspective of it's not quite so on the nose. Um, I don't think a lot of people would realise that's what the lyrics are about um, until, you know, I actually say that's what it's about. <laughs> um, I didn't want to write anything that was too direct and a bit too like difficult to listen to. Um, but yeah, it's essentially about a time in my life where I thought that I wanted to well it's not that i thought i wanted to i was just having suicidal thoughts um and at the time i felt like a bit of resentment for certain people in my life because at that time it felt like the only reason i wasn't doing it was to spare their feelings but um yeah it was in hindsight it sort of you know it definitely wasn't just because of that that i didn't do it but you know it's just i i deal with a lot of like mental health issues um they they ebb and flow um at the moment i'm in a good patch which is great <laughs> yeah but yeah it was um yeah it's sort of born out of that basically it's born out of um the the dark thoughts uh and just sort of addressing those i think for myself it was just about like addressing those and sort of respecting that they were there um but yeah the song's just for anyone that like sort of has those feelings of because in the song as well, it's about wanting to like not feel like that. It's not about wanting to give in to that. It's about trying to fight against it a little bit. Um, but just ending up stuck at this just point of apathy. Um, and yeah, so it's just for anyone. I mean, we all go through those times. So I think a lot, Definitely. a lot of people, if not everyone, goes through a point in their life where they think, you know, fuck it, what's the point? Yeah. Um, and so it's just for it's yeah basically just sort of capturing one of those times for me yeah certainly i mean yeah i've been there and like you said i think a lot of people if not everyone has been there but it's i think for a lot of people especially um yeah i, I feel yeah for, for men it, it's quite hard to talk about uh, our feelings mm-hmm. um and talk about what we're going through you know you mentioned you know that it was quite a cathartic process for you to to um to be able to obviously write this and um record this you know um did it you know really help you um being able to lay the lyrics down and obviously 
put your thoughts mm. onto paper you know how much help was that to you uh it's, it's amazing man like i can't the thing with songwriting is that there's there's people that say that you know even though it's like cathartic and everything and you you know it's sort of like self-reflection it doesn't change anything but for me it's almost like you know like you never really learn you never really master anything until you teach it to someone else like there's that saying where it's like it's not until you start talking about something that it starts to untangle in your mind um and that's sort of how i feel getting pen to paper uh and like writing lyrics like all my lyrics are very sort of they're very thought out but they they come off the cuff quite a lot so they're just very they flow but um some uh, you know it does take like a, a certain degree of thought um but yeah it's sort of like it, it definitely it definitely does help me it's more like um like retrospective you know it's sort of i'm taking account of what's happened whatever i'm writing about i'm always then um yeah like reflecting on that and it helps me quite a lot and uh i've actually just recently been writing another song about a recent situation that i was feeling really overwhelmed by and then i started writing the song and instantly i feel better i just can't i don't know for me it's it's like the way that i express myself yeah um and i think that because i get that expression um i get a way to like let it out uh i definitely find it helps me and i think it's also makes all the songs like way more relatable definitely it's not just like oh god what if i was you know this or like here's another love song or whatever you know it's like here's a really fucking shit thing that happened <laughs> and it's like a lot of people are like yeah i've been through something similar so yeah, yeah. definitely um but it, it, as you say it's also you know uh at the end of the day an upbeat song as well uh about oh, yeah positive, which is which is fantastic um and speaking of reflection as you just did actually it, it kind of leads us on to the title of your uh debut album that you're going to be putting out obviously it's called happy in hindsight um, mm -hmm. So, you know, what should fans expect from that debut album from yourselves? Ooh, uh, <laughs> God, I'm so excited to release it, man. Um, it's basically, uh, so it's a concept album. Um, so from start to finish, there's sort of like an underlying narrative uh, about mental health, um, basically starting off with, so Decay's first song on it that starts off in quite a bleak place and then works its way through and it's all, all of the like um, knee-jerk reactions to how you're feeling and how that affects yourself and your relationships and all that sort of shit. And then sort of in the later part, it's sort of a much more positive message. Uh, but it's also, um, we've definitely found like our own sounds uh, on this album. Um, so Decay is definitely a transitional song where it's still quite laden with influences because I wrote it like such a long time ago. Well, in terms of the band, you know, it was within the first year yeah. of the band. And thus far, we're very, uh, you know, we're, we're, you can tell what our influences are, basically. It's very, like, influence-driven writing. Um, just and now with the album, basically, we... We, we got a bit sick of trying to write songs like Waste Away, basically, which is uh, like our main, that's like our main one. Um, 
and it's not like a conscious thing necessarily it's more you know you see a song of yours doing really well and then we ended up trying to write like that and then for the album there was so much frustration we wrote it the rest of the album literally the rest of the album um over the lockdowns and yeah it's it's way more visceral i think people will be quite surprised at like how visceral it is um it's way more um there's way more production on it um in terms of you know like layering and background of things uh we just put so much time and effort into it and we worked with um neil kennedy and kurt fagan at the ranch in southampton um you know neil's responsible for like neil and kurt have worked on like creeper milk teeth um salem all that sort of stuff and uh yeah like we with this album this is the first time we decided to do pre-prod like pre-production so yeah. for anyone that doesn't know what that is we went into the studio for a week before actually going there to, to record to work on the songs with neil um and just sort of like tweaked a few bits and to be honest like we didn't really change the songs too much in in that time there were definitely a few tweaks here and there and we managed to write a whole song during that time as well um and like we went in with 10 songs we came out with 11 um but yeah when we were actually recording it uh just we we were adding like tons of different harmonies loads of different backing things like you can listen to this album several times and pick up new things like one of the songs has a piano in it like, it's sick man like and yeah. it's definitely the main thing is that it's totally us with our own sound now like I, I feel like you know it's easy to draw comparisons to you know like the green days and the sun 41s and all that sort of stuff but um i i feel like this is us you know sort of stepping away from that um, and that's also why the, the artwork of Decay is the burning TV, because for the first two EPs, we had the TV head mascot. And then that's sort of like a statement of us sort of moving away from that. Yeah, so you certainly, obviously, as a band, you've put out a couple of EPs prior to, um, obviously, the uh, debut album that's going to be coming out. So you obviously feel, you know, that you, you've shown growth, you know, over over that period with the new album. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely yeah no really really interesting um and you, you mentioned about the artwork and, and the look and everything um we should touch upon as well uh the video for decay which obviously listeners can head on to uh youtube and check out but um you know visually um really stunning piece of uh piece of art there the video itself mm. which obviously fits with the song really really well what can you yeah. tell us about the uh the recording of the video and how did the uh concept for it come together oh so that was great um yeah it's quite basically um so we filmed it at a place called rockaway park uh which is just on the outskirts it's sort of it's basically in bristol but yeah. <laughs> not really um and uh it's it's like this wicked um community there who sort of they all live there and like it's all completely vegan um and stuff like that it's just this awesome place just full of art and basically my sister um the year before or no in yeah in 2019 um my sister had her wedding there um and it was absolutely incredible and uh basically you know we're trying to figure out things to do for the video and the song was always called decay 
And I was like, I've got it. We'll go and record it here because it's basically just a bunch of rusty, decaying <laughs> things. So I talked to Mark, who's the, he's like the sort of the vision, the visionary behind Rockaway. And he just loved it. And he was like, yeah, like, come on, you know, come and come and film it here. Um, and then we've got Kieran Gallup. Uh, he does all of our videos for us. He's the drummer in Foxjaw um glk media for anyone that wants to check them out and uh yeah basically uh we got there we decided to film it in july uh yeah july of 2021 and it was the hottest day of the year and we were essentially just like in this fucking like in this warehouse with like a fucking polyester roof so it was just insanely hot we were sweating in there like before we had even done any takes uh, it was absolutely disgusting and ben bless him had to do he was first up and obviously he's fucking beating the tub so uh yeah yeah he was absolutely drenched by the end um uh but the whole thing came together like pretty easy um you know we wanted it to be quite a simple concept but it was essentially like meant to sort of be like someone stuck in their head in a way but we didn't we didn't really want anything to be too on the nose like we didn't want to you know a, a shot of you know a camera going towards a head and then it changes yeah. to the scene or any of that shit it's more just like here's a bunch of cool shit here's a cool setting here's a song about suicide enjoy <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know it works really really well uh you know the video yeah, thanks, it, it matches the song yeah it works really well and obviously your hard work and sweat has paid off mm. to, uh, to come out with that um so yeah, thanks son hard speaking of hard work um obviously it's a uh a, a pandemic era album um you mm. know it was recorded during the last difficult couple of years um can you talk just a little bit about what it was like to record an album during that time, you know, any difficulties perhaps that came up with it? No, literally it was like a fucking godsend, mate. Like I can't, <laughs> it was amazing. Cause it, it was, it was really, it was a really shit time for everyone. Um, obviously. And basically I was going through some pretty heavy stuff at the time as well. Um, just like in my personal life. And so I was stuck at home with uh, my parents' house because I'd moved out of Bristol because I just, you know, I, I just had enough. Like, I got to that point where I was just like, fuck it, I'm spending all this money on rent. I'm just going to work and staying in my flat. There's no point. And so I was just in this, like, really shit point and um, I had some other stuff going on. So I really needed a break from, you know, just being in that all the time. And yeah, we ended up um, getting to basically when when uh, you go to the ranch to record, they've got accommodation there. Okay. So we were like, yeah, so it was fucking amazing. Like yeah. to pack our bags and it's essentially like a two week long holiday with loads of work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was sick and it was so good to see uh, Neil and Kurt again because we've we've worked with them since the start of the band. Like they've recorded all of, you know, they've produced all of our um, our discography so far. Um, and so it's just great to see them, great to see some different faces and great to be sort of collaborating on something because up until then, sure, like we've gotten in rehearsal rooms together and stuff, but to have um, a big creative effort and just the way that things came together 
how quickly it all came together as well and how much it all flowed. You know, we were never really there scratching our heads at any point. It was all very, um, yeah, there was just this, this constant flow of ideas and work and it was, it was great, man. Like it was, I, I needed, we all needed it. You know, I think if, if anyone in that period of time, cause we recorded it in literally like a year ago, like we recorded yeah. the album a year ago and yeah i think anyone this time last year would have needed two weeks at a farm in southampton <laughs> with neil kennedy i think yeah. anyone needs that <laughs> definitely definitely um well obviously thankfully the world is, is opening up again obviously we're not completely out of yeah. the woods yet but you know live music has been able to return um and you guys have been able to get you know pretty active um straight away out uh, across the country you played quite a few shows i believe you did a a co-headliner with all better um and yeah support shows with um some other bands so you know how has it felt to get back out on the road oh man fuck me so good um our first tour back was in august last year and it was it was a bit weird um you could tell that people were like yay we're out but oh god like this does not feel normal um so that tour was a little bit a little bit weird uh it was still great though like the thing basically the thing for us is that so we only have one year of playing shows which is in 2019 so our, our last show in bristol in fact we're headlining the mother's ruin um and it was literally we were playing to 10 of our mates there was a table of people sat like just off to the side and there were like i don't know like nine kids on there and about three songs into our set they all got up and walked downstairs. <laughs> and then uh, and we were like, okay, like fair enough, it's one of them. Um, and then coming back after the lockdowns uh, and like with live music back, like our first show back in um, in Bristol, uh, we actually filmed it for a music video for one of the, the new singles, but it was just nuts. Like the amount of people that were there to see us and like great to see like friends and family and like actual fans as well um and then we went on tour again in october um yeah and that was that was that was a sick tour like that was a really good time the bristol show was absolutely nuts like again just this big like build on that and then yeah just each time we've been um each time we've been touring around we're realizing that we're starting to make like a name for ourselves. We're bumping into people who are like, oh shit, like, I can't wait to catch your set and stuff like that. And, you know, when, when we're there, like when we played with uh, All Better, um, we played in Brighton and there were people coming up to us being like, oh yeah, I can't wait for set. And, and I was just like, oh sweet, like that, that's cool. And um, yeah, then like everyone like singing along, you know, it's just, it's nuts. Like we've seen a real, um i don't know people for one thing uh or yeah for one for one thing people are more up for it basically yeah. like people at shows are no longer just standing at the back with their pint resting against their chest they're fucking getting involved and another thing is that um for us personally like we're just seeing this increasing interest we're seeing more people coming to our shows even if it's just like one or two more people than the last time we played there it's just amazing we're at that stage where you know we've played in bands for years and we've never had mm. any recognition like we're getting trashed even if it doesn't get any better than this i see it as an absolute win like it's it's just been sick like just to connect yeah. with people in the way that we have um yeah if it doesn't 
get any bigger i'm still gonna you know i'm i'm still i'm still fucking loving it basically but yeah hopefully it does get bigger well <laughs> i uh i have a suspicion that it certainly will too for you guys <laughs> definitely um and obviously oh, hard hard work pays off and you know it's great when you can get that organic growth um and that leads us mm. to um now you're going to be heading out for some more headline shows um uh, at the end of this month um mm -hmm. so yeah why should people come along and check you out what what is it about trash live um that people need to see um we get pretty drunk uh so that's always <laughs> fun uh no um we we always like playing we like playing some covers uh that's always fun we always dish out a couple of a couple of like fun covers to do uh just you know like on the the last tour we were playing um the hell song and lifestyles of the rich and famous which were both sick like just went down a treat so much fun to play um you can see how much we sweat and how often i cut my finger and it sprays blood on my guitar that's also great um no it's basically just like a, a big party like it's we try and make sure it's really fun we're pretty high energy um but also the main thing for us is we fucking love meeting everyone um there's you know we're we're we won't just sort of be there stood with our mates um and then we'll go on and play and then come off and like you know stand with our mates again like we we go and talk with everyone anyone that wants to talk uh it's essentially just like people that come along to our shows if they if they like us as a band um then they'll get to hang out with us and either it'll ruin it and they'll think god those guys suck or it's like that was really cool you know and yeah like i've always got time we've all three of us have got time for for everyone like we you know it's it's just sick it's why we love doing it so much so it, yeah we play fun songs we play it with a lot of energy sometimes like someone gets cut or something <laughs> usually me and you get to hang out so those those are the those those are the main reasons. Oh, yeah. We're trying to do like some more stuff. Like we're trying to think because we're getting to the stage now where because we actually have people coming to the shows and quite you know whenever we play, um, like around wherever like it's the same people come and they bring their friends and stuff like that. So we're playing to lots of the same people and like obviously new people at the same time. But for those people that have already seen us before, we're trying to figure out ways that we can make things a bit more interesting um and for ourselves as well you know yeah. just to keep it fresh and fun um but yeah we're, we're trying to think of ways that we can make our live shows even more of like an experience basically just yeah how to make people walk away with a massive smile on their face because that's what it's about really at the end of the day you know Oh, definitely. And it sounds like a good time to me. So anyone listening that fancies head along to a show, the best way these days to keep up with bands is on social media. So you can find Trashed on uh, Twitter at Trashed Official, uh, Facebook at Trashed Official, and then uh, Instagram at Trashed underscore official. See, <laughs> yes. I, it always gets me when a band, you know, one of them stands out slightly. You've got that underscore in there for one of them. So obviously I'm guessing Trashed Official was taken by someone else. <laughs> yeah man so annoying we because like we we uh we tried to get trashed just trashed and yeah. every single account that was already taken called trash were inactive but they were just taken 
Uh, oh man, I was like, you're so close. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it was a pain in the ass, but um, yeah, trashed official and the underscore. I think that um, if you type in trashed on Instagram, we're the top result. I think on all yeah. of them, we're we're always the top result. If you just type in trashed, so yeah, yeah. Hopefully, people people seem to find us. So it's uh, definitely we must so be getting yeah. some good metrics going on to get to the top of that list. And obviously, that's where listeners need to head um, to keep up to date with everything trashed obviously you've got those shows coming yes. up and you've got the album happy in hindsight coming out later this mm-hmm. year so there's a lot of uh trashed for for people to be sinking their teeth into um mm. the last portion of uh, our podcast is the same feature we always have uh we call it set list science um and you've kind of probably touched on this a little bit in, in your last answer because you talked about trying to find new ways to keep yourselves in the um obviously attendees at the gigs entertained as you uh, develop your career um mm-hmm. the question for settler science is um how much attention do you pay to the curation of a set list and have you got any rules that you try and follow um yeah definitely like uh so recently we've always been opening with yet again uh which obviously it's the first song it's the opening track on our first ep yours not mine um and uh the ep yours not mine not your ep not mine. <laughs> <laughs> i almost made a joke there but i let it slide but you got it <laughs> um yeah just because it's got the riff it's got the higher up riff and then we sort of drag it out a bit and do a bit of a build up for like a dirt dirt and like just yeah sort of build it up a little bit more um and it's great as well because when you actually slam into the riff like i do a big scream with it and um stuff like that just build up the energy like instantly when we start it's like and here we are like this is what we're doing um the first three songs we we try and have all three like quite high energy and the first two will be two that we can like ring into the next one um so once you know yet again it's done we'll go into isn't that cute or something um and then we'll usually do you know yes so it'll be three of our own songs really high energy then we'll do a cover because if there's people that don't know us um it gives you know it's like hit this is you know what we like this is what influences us and also you know so first time um i went to see we were playing uh in my old band with the bottom line and weather state and weather state did a cover of burnout and it instantly made me fall in love with them because it's like one of my favorite Green Day songs. It's a lesser known one. And I instantly connected with them and I was just like, holy shit, that's amazing. And started listening to them and it made me realize, oh shit, like that's because there was that, you know, relatability there. So yeah, we'll go into a cover there. Middle of the set, we try and find things that are sort of a bit more, we've got a couple of like slower songs that are like a bit more groove orientated. and that's always great for us. Yeah. <laughs> <Just sort of laughs> chill out a little bit. Um, if we've got a really rowdy show as well, it's good for, for everyone else. Um, we try and keep the middle of the set a little bit more calm. Then we close that section off with another cover to build the energy up again. Because, um, you know, again, if it's a song that everyone knows, like yeah. we'll do li- Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous on the last tour and people go absolutely nuts. And then we close out with three songs and, you know almost always finish or waste away um and yeah it just seems it works you want to like 
you know, you definitely want the start and the end of a set to be the strongest points. Yeah. In my in my opinion, you want to show people what you're here to do, and you want to leave people with, you know, that you know the the last impression is definitely the most important because that's what people walk away with. You know, you can you can still remember the whole set, but then if the last song's a dud, it you know it sort of overshadows the rest of the set because we've all got really tiny attention spans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we definitely think quite a lot about what we're doing, but luckily with our sort of back catalogue of tracks and um, the stuff that we would cover, uh, it falls into place pretty easy. Yeah, no, well, thank you for that insight. I always find it really, really interesting. And um, obviously, I think you've kind of described what I hear quite a lot of, uh, I think they call it the uh, the energy curve, where obviously you start up yeah. and just sort of dip. Yeah, no, so, uh, I was, yeah. was going to say, you must hear that answer all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, being a fan, yeah, like you say, it works. And, it, you know, it gives yeah. um, band and the fans a bit of a breather before they kick back in again, which is, uh, yeah. which is always good. Um, so, Jimmy, it's been fantastic talking to you. Um, just uh, listeners, obviously, follow the band on social media. Obviously, if you can, head along to one of the shows. Um, obviously, Please. yes, definitely. And <laughs> check out Decay. Um, you can find it on the streaming platforms. You can find it on our playlist. You can also find the video on YouTube. Um, so there's a lot more from Trash to come in, so you need to make sure you're following them. Um, and Jimmy, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, what would be your final message for listeners today? um well first off thanks very much for having me it's been really fun Pleasure. uh it's my fir first ever podcast that i've been on like instead we did a trash podcast we did three episodes of a trash <laughs> podcast before we lost motivation with it but yeah this has been sick um just to go and listen to our music over and over and over again um that's what everyone should do no um i think that uh yeah just enjoy yourselves be kind to yourselves be creative um and don't let things get in your way just sort of you know positive vibes man have cold showers cold showers are <laughs> fucking amazing it makes you realize you can deal with a lot of bullshit <laughs> yeah and, uh, that, oh. that's it just cold showers and also go and follow us on Spotify yes. <laughs> and everywhere else. Definitely do that. Not so sure on the cold showers thing. I will, I'll, I'll give it a try for you. But. <laughs> They're amazing, mate. Honestly, you won't regret it. Three minutes in a cold shower changes your life. Um, every, if you do it every day. <laughs> I don't know about that. don't know about that. But well, yeah, no, thank you, Jimmy. It's certainly a, uh, a unique um, finish to the podcast with cold showers. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, thank you very much for your time. And obviously, everyone listening, make sure you check out the band um, either live or on uh, on online. Yes, but, please, yeah. both, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Trash. Make sure you follow the band on social media. And of course, follow Full Pelt Music on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. Um, and if you would, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you're watching or listening. And we will be back soon for another episode of the Discovering Music podcast. <laughs>